The New Zealand Today podcast was made with the support of New Zealand On Air. Cheers, brothers. Previously on New Zealand Today, the Raglan Cat Killer. Last year, I travelled to Raglan. For almost 10 years, this tiny surfing community has been haunted by a spate of missing and dead cats. This is a regular premeditated operation. All attributed to the infamous Raglan Cat Killer. How many cats do you think they killed? It would be in the hundreds. The police, SPCA and multiple documentary crews have tried and failed to catch the suspect. I had to find the Raglan Cat Killer. I met Sven, the son of the alleged killer. It's quite a relief for me to be able to speak about this. Do you know the Raglan Cat Killer? Sorry, there is no cat killer. It's just a rumour. What you're saying is your family, your parents, are not killing cats? No, no. It's very hard to disprove conspiracy, like when it's been kind of ingrained in a lot of people's minds. It was a sad and traumatic story. No one has been able to catch the Raglan Cat Killer because the Raglan Cat Killer doesn't exist. I left Sven satisfied and I had no more questions. Until now! Join me, Guy Williams, as we reopen the investigation on the Raglan Cat Killer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what could be the closest thing to a true crime investigation I've ever done. I mean, I've done a few, but this one is in depth. It's part two of my ongoing quest to find the Raglan Cat Killer. I'm uh, Guy Williams. I'm the host of New Zealand Today, and I'm joined by my uh, co-host, friend, and director, Matthew Cook. G'day. I'm a co-host now. I think so. Am I? You've improved. I don't think. What, what responsibilities do I have? <laughs> Um, steering the ship. Oh, yeah. Well, you're an important part of this story because um, you've been there for every step of the way mm. and you also maybe have some differing opinions to me as well. So to let people know, season three, episode, Matt, eight? Mm. Yeah, it was one of the last ones, eh? In the, in the middle of the mixer, we did a story called The Raglan Cat Killer. Now, this has been one of the most controversial stories we've ever done. It started in a weird way. Basically, we shoot New Zealand today in blocks, generally. So we set off from Auckland, normally flying, sometimes driving. And in this case, we were driving down the country, and we're supposed to go to a beautiful town called Tomaranui to interview a man who had his cat shot. You might have seen the viral video. Why did you just shoot my cat? I'm, I'm pest control, yeah? You just shot a cat, my, my domestic cat. Sorry about 100 metres from a residential property. Okay. Why did you just shoot my cat? You just broke the law. Right. You just shot my cat. Right in front of me. You in front of you. You just shot my cat. Get out of my life. It was a bizarre video because there's a man clearly distressed who's just yelling at a man who shot his cat and the man's just there and he's like, piss off, get away from me. It was kind of like, you can't get a more New Zealand video than that. We were talking to that guy and we wanted to do a story about him, but he, he got nervous. He was worried his landlord was going to find out that he had cats at all. So he pulled well, out He's going to find out now. <laughs> can't just say it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep that on the download. Anyway, anyway that, that's, that's, all, that's all in the past. The point is that story fell over literally like two days before we are about to set off. Luckily, this is New Zealand, or no, unluckily, New Zealand unfortunately has cat killer stories all over the country. And when that story bailed, we quickly threw ourselves into a mystery 
known as the as the Raglan Cat Killer. And Matt, this captivated you like pretty much straight away, right? Do you want to give? Well, your... it, it was a story that I had in the back of my mind for a while. Mm. But it, it's a story. That, it's one of those um, stories in New Zealand that it's it's a little bit of a wild goose chase. Like we've got the the panther, you know, the Southland panther. We've got the moose and all that shit down there. Yeah. But you hate those stories. I hate those stories. Anytime they, I mention those stories, you're yeah. like, nah, get fucked. Yeah. And the Raglan always... Cat Killer, it did come up earlier. Yeah. Like season one, season two, I was like, what about this? And you're like, nah, get fucked with your stories. <laughs> but I always win in the end. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, yeah, it's so interesting. Like the, having someone going around killing cats and having people um, like feel like they know who it is, but the police don't get involved. You know, it's it's one of those kind of like it's almost like Broadchurch, small town, big crime. Yeah, no one solved it. You need an outsider to come in and and rock the boat. So, if you don't know the Raglan cat killer, it has been the most publicised. Like cat killing stories are everywhere. Like I first ran into a story in Tauranga, Napier. People call the um, area between Bulls, Palmerston North, and Levin like the Bermuda Triangle for cats. Like there's always missing cat stories around there. But um, Raglan became really famous. It made the New York Times at one point. Did it? Because basically a group of people set up an organization to try and stop the cat killer. They got a logo, which was a cat skull with crossbones. <laughs> and they like they started a huge campaign that went viral. And it's been covered many times. There was yeah. a um, Renews brought it back. There was also a Neighbours at War episode that was filmed there. And also um, a small independent documentary that went into a small short film mm. competition. They also did it. Yeah, and that documentary has since been removed from the internet. Because I remember when we were trying to do research, I just couldn't find that anywhere. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was reasons that it had been pulled down, but mainly because of the controversy. So, it's, oh, it was tasty. So, we, story. St- we started our story. And I'm going to tell you the full story here, including with what I th- think. I believe, Matt, it was you and researcher Letitia who did, like, most of the groundwork on this. Mm. And we slowly just went on the internet and uncovered all the old stories, blog posts, Facebook It was quite arguments. exciting because, like, the internet nowadays is different from the internet, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Mm. The internet now is, it kind of feels like a shopping mall. You know, it's all, like fake and sanitized yeah and uh, you know like everything's in your face whereas like the internet back in the day felt like you know a southeast asian market like you didn't know what goods you're going to find when you go venturing into the dark web the story is probably bubbling for about two or three years before anyone even took notice and the waikato times started really reporting on it that was the first kind of credibility it got Mm. Uh, apparently an abnormal number of cats had been gone missing a group had um been set up to stop the Raglan cat killer, which was getting all this media attention. And um, the police had been contacted and the police have investigated. The SPCA has investigated. And what I couldn't figure out is all these documentaries, all these investigations, why couldn't they get to the bottom of it? So I was like, fuck it. We've got to do a story in three days. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We, <laughs> we can do better than all these terrible like half-assed docos that have gone before us. And I think we definitely did. We definitely did go further because we, for people who haven't seen the story, um, go back and watch it now. It'll be still on three now, I believe. Mm. But for us, it started with an online investigation. It doesn't take long before you find out the area. It was quite exciting for us. We found because Raglan's not big, but it's it's not small either. There's little like suburbs yeah. and sides, and either side of the river, and on the waterfront or in the country. We found out where the um, where the the neighbourhood where the cat killing was allegedly. It was taking kind place. of like. Um once we start plotting where the cats had gone missing, there's like 30 cats, and you plot it on a map, and then that map reveals like the area. Yeah. And in the center of that area 
was a collection of houses. And we're like, oh, fuck. It was genuinely thrilling for a little bit there. And then we started looking at these cryptic blog posts and videos. And eventually, it probably was, I like to think we like slowly pieced together the names like um, the Zodiac Killer. But in reality, I think in one of the blog posts, someone just like blatantly yeah. defames the, the alleged people by putting their name and address potentially on there. Yeah. And that was the problem about the Raglan Cat Killer story is that they, they were doxxed. So people would you know, throw rocks at the letterbox or um, spray paint cat killers outside the road. Mm. And it was fucked up. I mean, it was just basically one group accusing them, this household, of being cat killers. I was cautious, but the thing that's always been in the back of my mind is that even though I've spoken to multiple appeal and I've read all the blog posts and seen the YouTube videos or whatever, I haven't once seen super strong evidence. Mm. And that's what's always got me. It's like, great. You've got alleged that someone's killing cats. You've got your alleged that there's more cats going missing and raggling than anywhere else. But unless you have some sort of evidence, unless you've got the bodies of the cats, unless you've got actual hard data, mm. you know? So I've always had that degree of speculation. So I, we, we went to Raglan. We're like, we'll talk to people on the streets because the locals will fucking know. What we really thought was, I'm just going to go down there and knock on the door of the cat killers. Well, that's, yeah, because we found out, we found the address, we yeah. found the names. Let's just go. Straight to it. Go find out what happens. And if they pull out a gun and go, get the fuck off my property, then I'm like, oh my God. Forget New Zealand Today. We've got a full-length feature documentary here or something yeah. like that. Like, Have we uncovered the biggest iceberg we ever have? Now, when we got to Raglan, it was really interesting because we talked to the locals. They didn't seem to know much. It's been a little bit of time since the story. You know, the story kind of peaked in 2014, 2015. So it's been a bit of time. And... Not many people on the street knew many things, but we're like, okay, it's time to do the door knock. Now, it was hard because the house was, the house of the accused was off the road. Mm. And that's um, difficult for us because we're only allowed to film with permission on a property. And if not, we have to film from the street. Yeah. But we can film into a property, which is kind of fucked up, assuming we blur people's faces. Yeah. As like that. Yeah. If you can see the house from the street, then you can film the house from the street. But we couldn't see it from the street. So we had to do. We had to bring out the big guns. The big guns. We, we plan to put in a drone. So I have a microphone on. I have a handheld microphone that I use in all the New Zealand Today investigations. And we're going to fly up a drone so you could see a little bit what was happening. Mm -hmm. Fly that on property that we can get the permission to fly on and we're good to go. It was, it was also hard because we couldn't fly that high because it's actually also right next to a airstrip as well. Yeah. Which is a hilarious thing about New Zealand Today. Whenever we find a story... Um, where we need a drone, there's always a fucking airstrip <laughs> right next to where we need to fly that fucking drone. It makes it hard to fly a drone. New Zealand has a lot of airstrips, I guess is probably the answer. Mm. Now, we finished the Voxies. We didn't get any credible information, just a few rumours and a few people going, oh, I remember that story. And then we went to pull outside the, um, the, the vague vicinity, the neighbourhood of the attack or the alleged attacks. And we got the drone out. And as soon as we pulled the dro drone out, something amazing happened. It started to rain. And for some reason, Matt's got some weird rule. If it rains, no drone or something. No, I'm I'm for the drone in the rain. What? It's the drone manufacturers say no rain. Ah. And the drone operator is also the, the drone owner. Ooh. And it would break. So we had to pull it down. That's a conflict of interest, though. I say let's stop yeah. being cowards and get that drone up there. Yeah. I mean, sometimes on the show, Jesus takes the wheel. Yeah. And he's guided us very well so far. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So you kind of go, okay, you know what, Jesus, we'll take this as a sign. We'll, we'll pull the drone down yeah. and wait for this rain to pass. Yeah. So we went, we went back uh, into town, which was about 45 meters because it's a tiny town. 
and we did some more interviews on the street. And we did get a bit of juicy goss. I remember we had a van pull up next to me. Do you remember that? We had a guy at an interview who we think had a boner. That was a weird element. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Um, so that was the first weird thing that happened. And so after we go, does that guy have a boner? And like the sound man was laughing a lot and stuff like that. Hopefully he wasn't turned on by my cat killer chat. That guy was probably the cat. I don't think he had a boner. I hope he didn't have a boner. It did but look. Also, he's allowed to. Yeah, you're allowed to have a boner. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's a bit. Anyway, we won't talk about that. I, I mean, I, I brought it up. So it's, anyway, <laughs> a van pulled up straight after that. So I'm already like, what the fuck is going on in Raglan? What's this weird pervert with a boner? What's going on? And then this person pulls up in a van. He's like, I don't want to be on camera, but check this out. And he showed me Facebook messages about the real story. And and the real story, according to the text, was like, um, there was a rift and uh, people were pissed off. And so they accused the family of being the cat killers. And then it, were, it kind of it mm. all popped off from there. And it's kind of mm. all bullshit is basically mm. what the text message I read said. So we finished that little skirmish in town. It's like, all right, the, sun, the, the rain's cleared now. Jesus says it's okay to Jesus go back. Jesus says it's okay. We're <laughs> going back to do the drone shot. And this sounds like a joke, but this is actually what happened. Matt was there as well. I'm pretty sure we like got the drone out. We're all ready to go. I had my suit. I was just gearing myself to go confront the cat killer. Again, door knock. Mm. And it starts raining again. Yeah. That was crazy. But it's Jesus again. Yeah. And ironically, we then had a hall booking. We'd organized a, um, a bird appreciation <laughs> lovers meeting. The joke being that we can lock the doors and um, somewhere in there the cat killer will be. So ironically, we had to go do that, which was indoors. And then, of course, when it, we were filming indoors, it stopped raining again, which is fucking mm -hmm. annoying. And then the rest of the day, it was raining. Yeah. So we had to go. Luckily, we were there for multiple days, but we were like, we can't confront the cat killer today. That night, we go to a local Waikato establishment. We're in the bar. We're just finished, uh, finishing up a lovely meal. I talked to the waitress, who seems young, and she's lived in Rag Raglan her whole life. And I'm like, this is someone who's definitely going to be about the cat killer. It's such a big story from around here. And she says, I don't know anything about the Raglan cat killer. I was like, that's fucking weird. Mm. That someone who would have been in high school at peak, yeah. you know, it would have been peak high school banter. She says she doesn't know anything about it. I'm very suspicious. The meal finishes. We're about to pay the bill. And she like comes over and like very quietly says to me, I know about the Raglan cat killer. <laughs> I, it sounds like a joke, but this is fucking what happened. I'm swearing to God. It's a shame we couldn't put this in the episode because this is actually what happened. It was crazy, right? Yeah. And then she goes, not only that, the son of the Q's cat killers is working in the restaurant tonight and he wants to speak to you guys. And I was like, holy shit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus. We are the best journalists in the world. Holy far out. We've cracked, we've cracked the case. So me and Matt, the rest of the crew um, went back to the motel and me and Matt ha hung around for this guy to finish his shift. We hung around for a while, eh? Like he was staking us out. We were there for like at least half an hour just sitting. The restaurant's closed. He's washing dishes. Well, I was desperate to know. And so we sat down with this young man, and he was a lovely dude, completely on our wavelength, I thought, um, very softly spoken and uh, polite, but also like, hey, let me be straight with you, the real story. Yeah, fairly intelligent. Really intelligent. And he, he said, me and Matt and him, like dark room, just one light on us. It was like, it was like a true crime. Late, late at night, maybe 11, 11.30 at night. And he said- I'll tell you what time it was. What? 11, 11. Oh, fuck. Do you know why? Why? Because um, Sven, like me, is a little bit of a observationist, I guess. And he looked at the clock, and it said eleven eleven. And he said, "Oh my God, it's the angel hour, or whatever." <laughs> and apparently, eleven eleven has some special meaning to people. And when he looked at that and saw that, he was like, "Hmm, I guess this is the right time to tell the story." Oof. And that sent chills down my body because yeah. I was like, 
holy shit yeah here we go yeah and it kind of sometimes you've got to quit i'm a i'm an atheist but sometimes i don't know sometimes you've got to thank jesus yeah because he is um he does help us out sometimes he wants to know who Who's killing these cats? So he he told us slowly and carefully his side of the story, which which made a lot of things make sense. This was traumatic for him. Oh, he was shaking and, telling and, the story. Um, so we so the boy's name was Sven, lovely kids, and yeah, that night in the restaurant, he told us his side of the story, and then I go, hey man, our plan was go go knock on your parents' door and with a drone, and he said, don't do that, and we go, well, could we interview you and hear your side of the story tomorrow? And he was nervous, but he said. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Mm. And he did an interview with me for about an hour, two hours. How long yeah, was it? Yeah, about that. But standard New Zealand Today interview length, but it yeah. was a completely different vibe to our normal interviews, which are quite jokey. This was clearly very stressful for Sven, and it was very personal, and it was kind of a traumatic thing. We'll play you Sven's interview uh, now. Well, um, Sven, thank you so much for meeting with me. Thank you, a pleasure. It's quite a relief for me to be able to speak about this. Terrible choice. Of all the journalists to talk to, there's about 12 people I'd talk to before you got to me. You're as cooked as the story is, so it's great. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Do you know the Raglan cat killer? Sorry, there is no cat killer. It's just a rumour. What you're saying is your family, your parents, are not killing cats? No, no. That's kind of disappointing for my story, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, look, I'm sorry to disappoint you, eh? Do you mind if I kill a few cats for the, to make my story better? I do mind. No killing cats, that was a bad idea. Where did this rumour start? There was a feud between my parents and my neighbour. One day she, she kind of just lost it, yelling a bunch of insults over the fence. And I remember her saying like explicitly, I will make your life hell. And sure enough, she succeeded in, in, in make, making our life hell. Right? Well done to her. Smashed it. So do you think there is a cat killer in Raglan? I really don't think so. Outrageous. It's very hard to disprove conspiracy, like when it's been kind of ingrained in a lot of people's minds. So for like the last 10 years, you've had to just live with this like conspiracy theory about you and about your family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's a fucking nightmare, eh? It actually is, and it has been a nightmare for my family and I. Constant harassment on the street and in school a lot. I got to the stage where my parents didn't really want to go out into town or anything in fear of just being like heckled, basically. Our letterbox got kicked over a lot, spray painting all over the driveway. It's just saying, cat killer lives here and just... This is like fucking huge. mad. It, it is, it is. It's like, it's kind of sad. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. Sven's explanation slowly made sense. It's been so long since I thought about it, right? You kind of just block a lot of shit out. Yeah. And you know, when you've been dealing with deep anguish and trauma like this, mm. the main thing you want is me turning up <laughs> to uh, have a laugh about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That story was hard because we came out of it, me going, I, this is case closed for me. I was like, I believe Sven's side of the story. There's still some loose ends and some, you know, more questions and stuff like that, but that generally plays out. I believe there's not strong evidence of a cat killer. I believe Sven is telling the truth. And yeah, it's like the, the case against the alleged cat killers is weak. So it's more likely, like what's Occam's razor, the most likely scenario is that there is no cat killer in Raglan. Like, there's mm. a million ways a cat could accidentally be killed. Um, I was in the car once with my dad when we hit a cat, you know, like, shit happens. But do I think someone's out there methodically killing cats? I said, definitely not. So we're going with this angle. Even though I'm not 100% sure, mm. I'm like, I'm not, there's, there's no real evidence to the contrary. And you were a little bit against that, and you were like, 
hey, maybe there is a cat killer out there still. That's what you were saying at the time, I feel. I could be wrong. Yeah. So tell me this. Were the cats, had they already been killed and there was a proposed cat killer, or did these people invent the cat killer and then attribute made-up cat deaths to this killer? We don't know. Yeah. So the uh, the evidence has been that there was a high number of cat deaths in Raglan. But this is not proven. Mm. And there was definitely a lady at the vet who was passionate about it, who claims that and claims that she saw a lot of cat bodies and stuff like that. But it's not really something that's really widely reported. So it's a bit suspicious. But I'd also say this, that like Raglan, busy roads, high-speed roads, a lot of cats, a lot of rat traps, a lot of road traps, a lot of water. There's a lot of ways cats could die in Raglan. A lot of hippies, though. A lot of greenies. It it does does have that... Bird environmentalist Yeah, fight. just adding to the story a little bit. So it was it was kind of plausible. I think, here's the thing. Sven's story, it made sense. Yeah. However, there's more to Sven, I think, than is on show. He's very clever. Well, He's you said he was kind of smart before. Now you're saying very smart. Yeah, well, because well, now, you know, I didn't want to spoil the, the twist that I'm delivering now. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sven is a psychopath and he's murdering cats. <laughs> In Raglan and maybe no, all over the country. No, no, no. So what you're saying is not only were these people murdering cats in Raglan for no reason whatsoever, but Sven was so proud of his cat murdering that he fucking decided to do a national TV interview where he would lie to me, Guy yeah. Williams, New Zealand's leading investigative journalist, to my face. Doesn't it make sense? For fu- no, it doesn't make any sense. There's no motive. There's no what, Okay, what's the motive uh, when you're killing cats? Nothing. No, uh, making uh, making a, a little creature feel no birds small. Well, the, I guess they say saving the birds. No, but psychopaths don't need any. I don't know. They don't protect. They're not there to protect anything, right? <laughs> they're there for the fame. Yeah. And killing cats doesn't get enough. Can but I then, say for the record, Sven is not a psychopath. Although, do you know who I think is a psychopath? Matt, <laughs> for even accusing, <laughs> even thinking that this could be like a conspiracy. I think what you're trying to say, and maybe I'll help you out here is that you, you think there's a chance you could be lying or that there's more to the story at least. Listen, here's the thing. I want Sven to be lying. Sven is a lovely person. Yeah. He's definitely not done any of the shit that I've been saying. Yeah. But the podcast needs drama. <laughs> it's what the fans want. And if Sven wants to take that role as the villain, yeah. villains are likable I, eventually. No, I, think we re- I think we need to remove Sven from the picture. What, what, what we need to do is there is a glimmer of doubt there. Because, I mean, here's the thing. Sven could be telling the absolute truth and not know about the actual killer because he's not actually accused of any cat killing or anything like that. Yeah, and he was a little boy. He's a lovely kid. So I will say this. I will say this. And I understand why we're still doing this podcast. It's because we haven't... Qu- Sorry, there's a guy fixing the roof outside and he has picked the worst time. Oh, my God, it's Sven. <laughs> <laughs> he's here. Nah, I don't think Sven's involved. I think we removed him from the picture. I don't think any kids were involved in this conspiracy however there's still adults out there who are accusing other adults of murdering cats and that's what we need to get to the bottom of yes no i agree i want to investigate the allegations yeah and i want to also confront the cat killers because i've never done that sorry 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 the alleged cat killers because it's just at the moment it's just a dispute where one group of people are saying the other group of people are cat killers and there's no real strong evidence there there's no dead cats really Uh. so the, the main question is, is this even a crime? Yeah. If it is, who's the killer? Ooh. Maybe Sven, maybe not. <laughs> not Sven! He's, we've, I've eliminated him officially from the investigation. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I, I rescind everything that I said about Sven. <laughs> Unless, 
Have yeah. it on record that I accuse them just in case he becomes <laughs> <laughs> guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. In my mind, this is a big nothing, and I think I, I stand by my our original findings and my original claims that there is no cat killer, and it's a we've essentially solved the story of the Raglan cat killer. But we haven't. That's the thing. We found one person out of every single person connected with this crime who would talk. And we go, wow, you talk to us. I guess your story's right. And no. then case closed. So I, I'm saying it's not solved. Yeah. Like there's more okay. to uncover here, I think. I think we need to... The the people that Sven was talking about, the, the ones that perpetuated the story, mm. those are the ones we need to talk to. Look, I'm just being devil's advocate. Yeah. Because you're so strongly pro the story, tie a bow on it. I can't help but go, hmm, surely there must be more. Yeah. Surely. Well, we put the story out there. I said, this is the most likely scenario that there's no cat killer. It's much more likely than there is a real psychopath out there. The police and SPCA couldn't catch, remember? Mm -hmm. So I'm comfortable with that. Uh, But I did leave the door open a crack and go, like, if you've got any evidence of a cat killer, please contact this email. Here's the funny thing about me, though. I did not have access to or check that email. <laughs> so it just simmered for a long time until one day I randomly, I tried to check my Instagram DMs, but I was randomly scrolling through Instagram or something like that and I had a message and they're like, hey, guy, I've been trying to get in touch with you. I know about the cat killer. And I got mm. texts, mm. information, and I realized the story needs to continue. I need to close it off once and for all. So... That brings us to where we are today, the New Zealand Today podcast. I still believe there is no cat killer in Raglan. However, maybe I have to go back to Raglan. Maybe I have to knock on that door. Maybe without a drone, maybe without a microphone. Mm. Even for myself, just to go, is this all correct? Is there anything you want me to uncover? Or what are you looking for out of the story? Just the truth. Okay, I've received another random text from an unknown number. Hello, guy. I am the so-called mastermind behind the quote marks conspiracy of the Raglan Cat Killers story. Would you like to meet me tomorrow morning? So this is kind of unbelievable, but like in this case, they've actually found me. They've been pissed off at the story that I've been telling. And so I'm going to meet supposedly the uh, lady who started the rumor of the Raglan Cat Killer, which is very exciting. And the text says... Okay, I'll meet you up from Mr. Organ's Lady Friends Bank at the Orange Cafe. Mr. Organ's a film by David Farrier that's come out. I don't know if she thinks I'm David Farrier or a lot of people get us confused. We're both tall white men with very similar glasses. Can I say I had these glasses first? But David Farrier was a famous journalist before I became a parody journalist, so it's not really his fault. Although there is there's quite a few differences between us, but I can understand why people would mix us up. I might find out the truth behind the Reagan cat killer. Did I get the story wrong? Is there really a cat killer out there? Did people lie to me? You know, like, yeah, it's kind of rocking my world at the moment. I have to read those affidavits and those police reports. I still haven't fucking read them. The story's coming at me fast. I'm the worst journalist day. Like, the story's coming at me and I've been given all the clues and I still refuse to do like the most basic research. Oh, well, that's the New Zealand Today vibe. Okay, here we go. I'm uh, checking out on my Airbnb, hopefully I've got everything, and I'm heading um, into town where um, the person has messaged me that she lives in the same place I'm doing my comedy tour at. So that's, that's uh, I, I grew up religious, but like don't really believe in religion now, but sometime, or I mean mainly because the priests were having sex with the kids. I'm a little bit freaked out, as you can tell I'm quite like hyperactive, I'm normally 
a little bit hyper, but like especially today. Make a sharp right turn onto Virginia Road. Sorry, that's my GPS again. I promise it's not racist. I promise it's just if anything it's racist towards the Australians. Well, you can't be racist towards. Well, you can't. Oh fuck, I don't know. Honestly, if you want to get your GPS and make it less stressful, get an Indian voice on the GPS and it will solve many of life's problems. Okay, fuck up now. Calm down, guy. Be cool. You've never been cool in your life? Yeah, well, for the first time in your life, be cool for just fucking a little bit. You know, like, I'm starting to believe, maybe a little bit, and it's freaking me out a little bit, but we've got a real true crime case on our hands. And, and then part of me is there's excitement that I'm like, wow, what if I stumbled across an actual big case here? And I don't think I have, but part of me is like, damn guy, finally leave that comedy bullshit behind. Fuck up! Leave that comedy shit. <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. I'm not a psychopath, or am I? Maybe that'd be a great twist to the end of the podcast. The real psych psychopath is was me all along. Maybe none of these people are real, and I've just made up this whole... I, I promise you I haven't. These are all real people. I'm off to meet a real person now. I'm in the real town. It's a real coincidence. Or is she following me? I don't know. I don't know. There's too many unanswered questions. I need help. Um, but hopefully this this breakfast or chat or lunch or whatever it is with um, answers some of my questions because I've got so many. So many. I wish I'd written them down. Hello. How's it going? Okay, so I've just spoken to the person in question who had, who was messaging me and convinced there was more to the story. They were a very um, compelling witness, I believe, uh, them and the information they have passed on to me. However, there is also the problem of just like hard evidence. It's hard to be like, I'm 100% sure on this when, you know, you don't have, like, the, the the physical evidence. You can go, like, oh, we noticed a lot of cats going missing. And there are stories there, but like, there's not, like, there's not enough to say there was some people mass killing cats or, yeah, massively destroying cats. So it was a, it was a, it was a difficult conversation to have because I want to say I believe you and it sounds horrible what you've been through. It's an incredibly traumatic situation because there's obviously a lot of bad blood in Raglan at that time, but I also need to find out more. Now she said, talk to one of the main instigators, Nigel. So I'm gonna have to keep on traveling up the North Island. I'm heading to uh, a small town. So um, this is a good start. I'm gonna continue investigating and um, I'm on the road to meet the um, mysterious Nigel. It's exciting. Okay, um, I've just entered is a weird place. Um, quite beautiful heritage buildings, I'm gonna be honest with you. Lovely big buildings, like kind of all pub kind of things on the corner. Nice park. And I'm just looking, uh, this is gonna be where I meet uh, Nigel, who's hopefully gonna shed some light on how I was wrong on the story of the Raglan cat killer. I always had doubts about how the story would fit your style of programming. Yeah, like you mean like a light-hearted show? Yeah, with a goofy element. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> crazy stunts and things, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, for me on a personal level, yeah. the conclusion reached puts my credibility at 
question. Yes, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't label you though. No, we, I know that. Yeah. But you know, the, and and the problem with that is that it opens the narrative to the alternative theory that this is all a big conspiracy. I'm not even saying it is a big conspiracy because I mean I I definitely well agree that a lot of cats have gone missing. Yeah. And well, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Yes. True. Yeah. 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 It's just in my time researching it, I couldn't be convinced that there was specifically someone murdering cats, you know? Mm. And that's what I couldn't, I mm. just couldn't find, I guess, enough evidence. But you guys reaching out to me means a lot. Tell me where the start story started for you and where, where you're coming from. I had a property in Auckland, in Oratea. I don't know if you know the area, but it's on the, the foothills of Titarangi, you'd call it. It's basically on the edge of the... Waitakere Ranges National yeah. Park. Yeah. Um, and I owned a, a fairly substantial property there. Yeah. And we had a feral cat population. Yeah. I lived in Piha for 12 years mm. and um, had been involved in environmental issues there, like saving shellfish and, and planting sand dunes and things like that. But anyway, I started trapping these cats. They were feral cats. It was a pretty nasty business, really. What, because you're, you're, are you murdering the cats? Is that what trap well, well, I mean, you trap them and then you have to dispose of them. Yeah. And I would shoot them. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's... That's that's farm life. That farm life. No, but it's also, it's recognised as humane. Yes. And, and appropriate. So, anyway, I've been long-standing friends with the alleged cat killers. Mm. We had social interactions over the years, and, and our children were similar ages. You know, I was visiting them on a fairly regular basis. You know, we got we got to talking about, you know, it was the time of Gareth Morgan and yeah. know, the whole issue. And, you know, I was of the belief that, you know, cats shouldn't be allowed out at night and, and they shouldn't be roaming in the bush and, and these sorts of things. Yeah. Um, and so... I had sort of, I knew that they were doing something um, and, you know, I initiated a discussion with them mm. and while they were happy to talk to a point, yeah, you know, they were still very cautious about what they'd tell me, but they asked me how I had disposed of it mm. and um, I said, oh, well, I just put it in the rubbish bag, you know, put it in the rubbish bag goes to the dump. No, no one goes through the rubbish bags going, oh, what's in here? <laughs> <laughs> the conversation became that they had a disposal issue. Yeah. Basically, they had too many. So, 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 well, so it's catching the conversation. They go, we've got a lot of dead cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is when you're still mates. You're still just yeah, yeah, casual Yeah, chat. I'm part of the team. So the team is you and the couple accused. Yeah. 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 When do you have these um, dead cat conversations? Just when you're... Having just a in the lounge after, yeah, after dinner. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a normal chat. Anyway, so whatever they've been doing, he told me he'd run out of room around the property to bury them. And his, <laughs> his, his wife didn't, didn't wasn't very happy with him burying them in the garden because she was growing veggies. And so, so, so let's just rewind two steps. You must have been like, why you got, why you got all these dead cats? Oh no, we were all like, oh yeah, get rid of the cats. That's cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like this. Okay, so you you're pro team dead cats at this point. Yes, yes. Even if it's people's like pets. Well, you know, I, I wasn't so much down with that, but you know, I thought it's a semi rural. But yeah, yeah, you know, I, I get it. I, I get it. If, if, if you know, yeah, but you but you knew but they were just we, we, we got to kill cats. That's, to that's save why the you birds. live trap them, and you can tell the difference between a 
feral fe- adder. Uh, yeah, because the feral cat will be spitting at you, and it'll have are, are there a lot of fur like it's been put through a washing machine? And are there a lot of feral cats in Raglan? Not not in Raglan itself, I don't yeah. think. There might be a few strays around town or living under, you know, yeah. we've got populations here. Yeah, but my, little but old ladies go and feed. Yeah. You know. Um, but my point being is that you must have known if they've got a ton of dead cats, there must be the neighbours' cats or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, they yeah. and how, how are they, at this point, how are they killing them? Well, this was one of the points where they started to get a bit cagey, but... Excuse the pun. Yeah. But they were using well, cat cages. Well, no, I mean, uh, initially they were using a Tim's trap. What we believe, or what I believe, yeah. um, and what they gave me to believe, mm. was that this methodology made them immune from prosecution ah. if they were found. And that's what proved to be the case, was that basically if you drown it and then freeze it, you can't prove a cause of death, and therefore you can't prove cruelty. Yes. So the SBCA can't prosecute. Ooh. That's why the cats are frozen. Okay. And someone, you know, his father was a doctor. Someone has told them this is what you need to do. Why are they so keen to murder cats? I think it has to come down to a cat hate. But why would you hate cats? Like this is like a this is like a question for a therapist or something. Mm, is that yeah, yeah. I mean. Maybe you had a traumatic experience with a cat when you were a child. So they hit you up in the lounge after dinner and go, we're killing a bunch of cats. We've got too many. We don't have room for it all. Like, that's ridiculous. I'd be like, what the fuck's going on, bro? What are you, where's all these well, cats? Well, that, that's why they, I don't know what they'd been doing, but they had lost the access to whatever facility they'd been doing. Yeah, well, they got too much. They got too many holes in the ground where they got dead. Cats yeah, well, everywhere. yeah, they just. I said, well, I just put it in a rubbish bag. So at this point, you you didn't you didn't raise any suspicions or anything like that. You're just like, okay, is my mates asking about killing? Well, yeah, cats. no, so the same way that I killed cats. You know, my I I considered that, you know this was part of the behaviour that we were indulging in. Okay, okay, we okay. Needed the more creative solution. So that that was you know my part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So you're fine with it at this point. Yeah. But then at one at some point you turned and decided, hey, this is not okay, and you became a whistleblower. When um, their behaviour towards became hostile. Yeah. You know, which you know was sometime before the actual cat business. Yeah. There, it was like, well, you know, which side are you on? Yeah. And so yeah, I uh, couldn't condone their behaviour. Hey, it's Guy here. Um, the story gets a bit confusing at this point. Basically, I decided to edit out the reason for the rift between friends. But Nigel was friends with the cat killers. As he said, they regularly talked about dead cat disposal. I'm sorry that's so morbid. It is. This is pretty weird, but small town New Zealand is weird. And um, basically, there's a rift between the alleged cat killers and their neighbour of a personal nature. I'm not going to get into that, but there was some sort of feud that made Nigel um, decide he had to pick a team between the alleged cat killers and the neighbour, and he chose the side of the neighbour, and it was at this time that he decided, obviously, to blow the whistle and say, hey, they're cat killers and they need to stop. So how do the cats tie into this? Well, they don't. That's the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You see, so later on, Jules is looking for a cat, two of them. Yeah. And... um, away on holiday yeah and somewhere at some point Jules reckons she's overheard some comment by me about cats which you know it wasn't treated like a state secret I know some of his friends certainly knew and a lot of people in Raglan certainly know so rings me up and goes Jules can't find her cats 
she thinks you know something about it. And I said to her, I said, you don't want to know because you're going to get blamed for this because the shit had already been going on for so long. What do you mean the shit? Well, the, you know, the, the stuff between her and the alleged cat killers. Yeah. You know, the the, the like, beef, yeah. The harassment of yeah. getting her thrown out of her house, trying to get her thrown out of her house again. Yes. Um, yeah, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know? So anyway, you know, she said... Meh, 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 meh. That is what women sound like. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah. I said, well, tell her to look in their rubbish bag. Hmm. And I thought, well, you know, it's a hit and miss scenario. No idea whether they are doing it or not. But, um, yeah, we won the lotto. And um, it was literally the next morning there was rubbish day. And so Andrew went out, got the rubbish bag just after it was put out. There was no one else interfering with it. Or, yeah. You know, or somehow and organised the whole thing two weeks ago. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And lo and behold, there it was. You hit the lotto. Hit the lotto. That is the worst <laughs> lotto I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so th- at this point you're like, they killed their neighbour's cat. Which is a pretty messed up thing to do. That's basically what you're saying there, eh? You found a well, dead cat. Yeah, yeah, two of them. You got this, two of them. You've only found one in the bag, though. Yeah, yeah. There was only one. Yeah, I wasn't there. But you've got, the, you got yeah. But but they've got but hard evidence that one they've, bag cat has they've gone. They've got the cat in the bag, frozen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the witness who found it says, you know, she put the bag out and I went and got it. Yeah. There was no... Was he, what, what was he doing? Was he lurking on the side of the road, mate? Oh, well... You've seen the place, eh? You know, yeah. Like, the, there's a whole group of houses that you all... You see it out the window. They, you, you know, she would be able to see from okay. her driveway. You know, it's just up there. Okay, it's so you've got you've got the smoking gun. What do we do now? Do we confront them? Well, no. You, she calls the police. Oh. And the police call the SPCA. Yeah. They come along and... Ooh, this is terrible. You know? That is what the SPCA she, sounds like. That was good. <laughs> For some reason, and I don't know why, Jules did not... Give them my name number. Yeah, because you would have helped the case. Because you're like, I've spoken to these guys and they've said these things. Well, you know, they went up there and searched and they had no idea what they were looking for. Well, what should they have been looking for? Well, they're looking for a freezer full of cats. Wow. And I could tell you where it is. Where is it? It's behind the wall in the downstairs basement. So it's not like, oh, there's a freezer in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, you don't, you know, it's it's like... It's a hidden freezer. It's a hidden freezer. Wow. Have you? How do you know this? Oh, one day I went looking for some sausages that someone said they had put in the freezer. Yeah. And you opened and, it up. And I opened it up, and there's a basket on top, and I'm going, that's not it, that's not it. What's this? It's too big to be a chicken. It's too flat to be a turkey. doesn't look like <laughs> a ham. And they're, they're all bagged up. Yeah. In milk powder bags. Yes, yeah, so sort of like what the, it's like a frisbee, you know, yeah. but it's like that. Yeah, and um, there's yeah, two or three of them. I'm like, oh, and uh, you know, oh, no sausages here, right? I say to him later, oh, I'm looking for those sausages. I couldn't see anything. There's some funny shit in the bottom of your freezer down there. Yeah. Oh, oh did you see that? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You know. Wow. Okay. So that you you saw three dead cats in the freezer. Absolutely. Okay. So this is big, but at this point you must have been like, these guys are not right. Or are you still like, hey, they're doing the method I talked about for the good. Well, you know, no, it's not right to go killing your neighbour's cats just for the hell of it. But they're not doing it necessarily for the hell of it. They might be doing it for conservation or something like that. Well, you know, that's their belief. Yeah. And yeah, my beliefs have changed over this period. Time goes on. And as I understand it, the alleged cat killer 
was seen at the dump dumping another bag, like by hand, and that seems even more suspicious. And again, the person at the dump gets into the bag and finds a second dead cat. So now you've got two dead cats. You must have got the police and the SPCA involved again. Yeah, when the second cat occurred, and this happened much later, the Stop Raglan Cat Killer campaign had basically run its course. So, so the campaign started on the base of that first cat? Yeah. And who started that? Me. So basically we made a flag. Yeah. And Jules put it out at her house, going, you know, basically saying... Stop the cat killer. The, and that sort of grew. Mm. People wanted to fly a flag and, you know... This is the whole stupidity of it. If I wanted to get rid of a cat, yeah. I'd throw it in the fucking road, you yeah. know? Yeah. A couple of semis over it, no one's going to know what happened, happened to, to it. it. Yeah. You yeah. know? They disappear. And yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. The point is you don't find a body. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing. Your campaign was quite effective and quite big. Yeah, it certainly was. Well, it certainly went off. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're getting, like, people yelling abuse at them on the streets. Quite possibly. There's got to be a better yeah. way of doing this. Why don't you contact the police again? You have two dead cats. Evidence of yeah, two yeah, dead cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, the second cat was investigated. Yeah. But the problem there was that the guy saw her. Yeah. He went and got the bag. Yeah. He didn't sort of go, hey, manager, hey, look, there's a cat in this bag. Yeah. He walked into the middle of the shop and went, hey, there's a cat in this bag. Yeah. And, of course, everyone in the shop saw it. Yeah. She was in the shop. Oh. She knew. She'd been busted. She'd caught, yeah. So. She could make up an alibi. Well, this is after work, you know, she's on the phone. She's going, oh, I don't know what to do. I said, fuck this. I'm ringing the fucking police. Yeah. You know, so I rang the Huntley police. I made a report, you know. The yeah. Guy, you know, and, and I said, no, this is a serious issue because there's been a lot of yeah. to and fro and, and about it in Raglan. So, you know, the next day the police went and got the cat and the SBCA and they sent it off for an autopsy. Wow. Then the SPCA interviewed me. Yeah. Finally. Finally. And then after that, they sort of went, oh, well, look, we won't be able to do anything for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Do you think you can keep this quiet? And I said, the kids at school already know about it. Because either way, you know, they would have known within 24 hours. Yeah. That, so they would have cleaned up totally. Yeah. So then two weeks later, the autopsy is inconclusive. But the police report that you've got there for the second cat. You yeah. Know, is what happened. They turned up. They can't find anything, obviously. Yeah, um, but I would say this: lying to the police is not easy. Like, if the police came into no. my house, I'd find that very hard to do. Yeah, and they're trained and you, to, to spot it, too. Having the police come to my house twice would be enough to make me stop. See, what you're accusing them of is pretty intense. Like, you're like, you've got a hidden cat mm. freezer full mm. of dead cats. Mm. You're lying to the police. You're mm. lying to the SPCA. You're alienating yourself from your friends. You're putting up with bullying on the streets. You know, like it's a lot. Yeah, so and you're, and you're um, abusing and using your neighbours. Basically, you're, you're making the assumption that you're a landowner, you have more rights. They're beneficiaries, they can just move on. Oh, are the neighbours like poorer compared to them? Well, generally, you know, it's hard to find places to rent in a place like Raglan. Yeah. You know, Jules was a solo mother, was a solo mother. This is it's not a high rent end of town. Yeah. You know, they're just Kitae homes. They're nothing flash. They yeah. don't have water views or, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they kind so of think they run it. The, yeah. There's something psychotic. If you're killing your neighbour's cats and knowing the pain you're causing them, like the pain of losing an animal mm -hmm. is very tragic. Like this mm -hmm. is really, mm -hmm. this is mad person behaviour. Mm -hmm. It's really evil. Yep. And you think this, but this is your friend from 35 years. You must know him and you must be like, has he gone off the deep end? Is it, have they feel lost their minds? 
Um, yeah, I mean, what are people really capable of? Um, yeah, see, you, you, can, you can understand why I'm so sceptical about it, though. Eh? Yeah, yeah, sure. But, but what I need sure. to do is I need to confront them. Well, good luck with that. But I'd say... What you do know, you mean, good luck with that? Well, they're just going to deny it. Yeah. So, so have you given up on the case? Have you just been like, oh, well... Yeah, no, look, we've, we've had to move on with our lives. Yeah. You know, um, and that's, that's why we've done all we can. Yeah. This is Raglan's problem. Yeah. Uh, it's up to the people of Raglan. When you say we, you mean you and anyone else? Me, and Jules, Mike, yeah. Joe, you know, any... And are the, the rest whole of them, did, group, they, did everyone move away as well? Everyone moved away. Because of the cat killer? Yeah. Was my story then re-traumatising to... You know, to hear your story and hear it oh, told. No, nah, look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, old enough and ugly enough to, to <laughs> survive. But it can't be, it can't, it can't be nice. That, it can't um, be nice for like I'm always gaslighting in a way. Going, oh, like, oh, it's not a big issue. It's all made up, you know. Yeah, because I had told her about it, and um, she was sort of thinking, oh, maybe finally. But of course. Yeah, it's gone the other way, and, and that, yeah, that's it's uh, okay. So you, you, you can see you can see why I'm still a little bit skeptical because the only hard evidence we have is the affidavits of two dead cats. We have bags. we have two dead cats. Yeah, with no explanation offered, but chain of evidence to them. Yeah, and but, and I mean you know like if you came to me and said oh there's a cat in your rubbish bag. Yeah, I would have said oh yeah it got run over, but I didn't want the kids to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, yeah, something you anything. Out. Yeah, anything. Yeah. If I was to come to the conclusion based on my um, obviously not thorough enough research, you know, this is a case of like a couple of accidentally trapped cats and, you know, a case of a, a story getting out of hand. I guess they've had to be more circumspect about it. Yeah. Since the publicity. Yeah. Um, and you think it's still going on today? Just, you know, under the radar, it's still happening. Wow. See, because having got away with it, why stop? Yeah. You know, basically... Because it's fucked they, up. They know, yeah, but they know the method works. So you definitely believe that these guys have killed a lot of cats. Oh, yeah. yeah. And are There's potentially no... still doing it. Absolutely, yeah. Do you think I'll solve this? Do you think I'll get to the bottom of this? I'd, I'd be very surprised, basically. Just because you've spent so much time on it? Well, no, just because I know what I know, and I can't prove it. I would rather nothing was done until something conclusive is done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until there's some sort of like hard evidence rather well, than Well, there's some, some resolution. Yeah. You know? But what will that resolution be? Well, I guess it, it means it, that they, they have to be caught. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a, a crime that carries a penalty of up to 20 years. In jail? In jail. Wow. Someone has been put in jail for five years for cat killing recently. Wow. So... It's not a little thing. Yeah. And it's not something you're going to get home detention for. Yeah. You know, so they're going to go to great lengths and they're going to deny it all the way. So, you Cheer, know. Cheers, Nigel. I really appreciate you sharing the story. This is a this is an outrageous story. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. I'm not proud of it, you know, but... Um, I, I appreciate you giving me some time and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it or what we can do, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stay in touch. And I'm sorry if my story didn't do your side of the story justice. Oh, well, you know, look... To my mind, everyone else who's looked at it has come to the conclusion that they can't Stop prove it. it. Yeah. They can't prove anything either yeah. way. Yeah. And to me, that's the, the rational 
conclusion. And you're supposed to go, you're the only one who can do it, guy. <laughs> only you. <laughs> well, no, like I say. I, I, I don't have I don't skills, resources, training yeah. or talent. Yeah. But do you know what I do have? No, oh, well. Too much spare time. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Nigel, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that was a really interesting chat with Nigel, a lot to digest. I'm going to get in my car now and maybe listen back to some of it, but I think the answer is pretty clear. There's only one thing to do. I need to head to Raglan. I'm going to have to, um, yeah, confront the alleged Raglan cat killers. I'm nervous. Okay. Here we are. It's a beautiful day in Raglan. And I am a couple of hundred meters away from the alleged cat killer's house. I parked around the corner. And this is probably one of the biggest moments of my fake journalistic career. I don't have much of a plan besides walk up and knock on the door of the house and see what the response is. And they might not even be there, I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not 100% sure what to expect, but I'm, I'm prepared to run if things go wrong. Um, yeah, I'm about to come face to face with the alleged Raglan cat killer. Hello. G'day. Hey, how's it going? Unfortunately, the alleged cat killers would not talk to me on the record. So, yeah. I'm sorry to disappoint the listeners. Um, yeah, they're, they're, it's understandable. Um, it's a shame they don't, though. I have very strong feelings about um, how it went. Basically, I opened the door... They welcomed me in, very friendly, very lovely people on the surface. They definitely did not seem like people who had anything to hide. They welcomed me in with open arms and um, spoke to me freely. We hung out for about an hour. I chatted about everything. They answered all my questions. I'm still, di I'm still digesting my thoughts now. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Auckland and see my good mate Matt and... Um, yeah, debrief. I really appreciate the time that everyone's given me and everyone I've met. So um, I find it sad that this story has like torn people apart and really, um, yeah, quite, quite seriously affected people's lives. Um, so yeah, I'm going to drive home and think about it some more. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving Raglan. And uh, yeah, I feel at least um, a little bit satisfied. Okay, we are back in the um, New Zealand Today studios. It's a couple of days since I talked to the legendary... 
Raglan, alleged Raglan cat killers, and a couple of weeks since I talked to Nigel, and um, I've spoken to three people who are convinced the Raglan cat killer is out there. I've spoken to the alleged cat killers now, spoken to the sun, I've spoken to people on the street, I've spoken to people who work at the vet's office. Um, I feel like I've done a pretty comprehensive uh, job of my volunteer journalism. And um, Matthew Cook is in the studio with me. Sorry, Matt, I didn't acknowledge you were alive. That's right. Matt's currently editing um, on New Zealand Today, kind of half listening to my, I'd say, big moment. Um, I well, you haven't you've finished interviewing these people, and you've just refused to talk about it to me <laughs> until now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I've thought about everything we've gone through. I've listened to the interviews I was able to record and the notes I was able to take, and my takeaway from all of this and the the massive amount of time I've spent thinking and talking to people about this is that I don't think there was or is a Raglan cat killer. Even just a little bit. Even just a little bit, yeah. I don't I just I just I just don't think. I think this is I'm sorry to the people because I know there's at least three people I've talked to who are passionate believers. They're a hundred percent convinced. Nigel told me he's seen cats with his own eyes hmm. that are dead. <laughs> he killed some of them, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> some he killed. No, I mean, like, I mean, like he said he went into their freezer and saw at least a cat. Can't remember how many cats he said he saw. He said he's seen it with his own eyes. And these people have said, other people have said, they opened their rubbish bag straight after they dropped it down. They saw a dead cat. They said hmm. they saw a dead cat in the, in the. Um, in the in the dump, and I just think even after all that evidence, there's just nothing to say. There's a serial killer, cat killer out there, and I just do not think that this is enough to accuse people of being cat killers. And they're claiming thirty to fifty cats mm. at a time were potentially murdered or disappeared. And I understand there's a lot of people out there who have got cats that have disappeared, but my theory is that there's got to be another explanation, whether it be like the large amount of like <laughs> rodent. That's not a theory, is it? <laughs> well. I, I just want to end this fucking cat killer debacle. And I, I'm just saying that there has to be more evidence. The police have failed. Yeah. The SPCA yeah. have failed. Five documentaries have failed. I'm sorry to the people who are convinced there's a cat killer there, but I can't see a world where these people deserve to be accused of being cat killers. Yeah. In, my, in my opinion, there is no, no random cat killer. I, I agree with that, I think. There's not enough evidence to accuse someone or to ridicule them or you know publicly accuse them. But counter to that, I don't think there. I don't think you can deny the existence of a cat killer. I think I absolutely can. Can you? Yeah, I'm sick of this shit. In New Zealand <laughs> today, well, I've heard about the cat, the cat killer in bulls, the yeah. cat killer in Napier. There's cat killers everywhere. The cat killer in oh, this would be fair, that guy in Tomatanui definitely shot a cat. Yeah, that was definitely a, <laughs> that guy admitted to it. <laughs> that, that guy admitted to it. He was open about it, but like. I just don't believe there's that many serial cat killers. I believe there's probably people who have killed cats intentionally, unintentionally. But like what you're accusing people of here is huge. And this got huge attention. And unfortunately, if you believe it, you you, didn't, you had to come up with stronger evidence than this, and you didn't. Yeah. And I think this is a sad story because it's torn 
friends apart. Because every person I've talked to, mm-hmm. including the people accusing the cat killers and the people accusing being cat killers, they're all lovely people. They're all really nice people. I got on great with all of them. I respect all of their opinions. I don't think any of them are way off base or anything like that with what they've said. Everyone could be telling the truth in the situation and there could still be no cat killer. You know, like... I don't know. Maybe the cat killers killed one cat, two cat accidentally. I don't know, but I don't think so. They say they didn't. You know, this has been a this has been a wild ride. But um, yeah, I don't know what the exact truth is. Mm. But I think like a lot of stories, it's gotten lost in the sands of time a little bit. And I do think <sighs> someone is potentially not being fully honest with the truth. And I, I'd, I've done enough investigating to go like that's the end of my my investigation and I just I wish there was a cat killer out there actually because it'd make it'd be good for me because it'd make a documentary that's what I was trying to do with Sven earlier in the podcast yeah (laughs) trying to set up a psychopath (laughs) or some sort of amazing person but I I, um, you know I'll say this it was very it was very dramatic it was very um, it was even scary to go to Raglan again and try and um, confront the cat killers you know it was a crazy uh, time Uh, yeah quite quite dramatic I'm going to say Partly dramatic because I had other shit going on in my life, uh, but also because... What other stuff you got that's more dramatic than that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to share it on the radio, personal stuff, but I'll say this, that it was a long time coming since we've done the first story. Yeah. I've wanted to knock on that door and speak to those people, and they weren't there the first time we went there. And then when we went back for a holiday, I also tried to knock on their door and Mm. they weren't there. So this has been building up for Mm. about a year. So a lot of tension there, and I was genuinely nervous. I did a trip specifically to see them. Thank goodness they were there, otherwise I wasted my time. And um, I was genuinely like, the adrenaline was racing when I knocked on that door, and I was flabbergasted at how these people who I'd built up to be cat killers, psychopaths, mm. murderers, you know. What, I, um, what were you thinking when you are walking up to the front door? Like, were you trying to scope out, you know, trying to be detective and be like, okay, they've got cat. Ornaments or there's a lot of shit around. Like they, yeah. have, it's a classic Raglan house where yeah. it's like there's a lot of like you know like old scooters and stuff in the in the yeah. in the backyard, um, farm equipment like lawnmowers. Part of me was like, just the vibe was like, I was like, are these kind of people that would have a gun at their door? Like surely not. It's not the New Zealand yeah. way, but we've seen so many movies. I was genuinely scared because you had to go around the side of the property, and I was like, if I have to run, there's a lot of uneven stairs. A lot of um, change that goes well, from mud You did to mention grass on your uh, approach, you did say, I'm prepared to run. What were you, were you wearing <laughs> running shoes? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, I actually did think I'll wear my uh, running shoes in case, like, because I normally wear scuffs, I think, yeah. most of the time. I'll wear something just so, you don't know. Just I in was case, just, yeah. So I was a little bit nervous, but the second I opened the, he opened the door, I immediately was at ease. Such a stereotypical raglan dude. Mm. Like, big smile, happy to see me. Mm. Even when I go, he goes, Did he back. recognize you? I assumed straight away. And yeah. that was the big smile. Like, there was no hesitation. There was no awkwardness. Yeah. He can't have been expecting me. Mm. Didn't know I was coming. So it was like, because you know, I'm seeing Matt's conspiratorial mind going, <laughs> they're ready for you. This is what the slow best. I genuinely just think um, they were lovely people. Yeah. Totally disarming. I'm not saying lovely people don't do bad things sometimes, but. My initial reaction was, I just don't think these people could be the evil masterminds. And even if they did kill a cat, which I don't think they did, Mm. even if they did, I don't think they were going on a cat murder spree. However, obviously that's not evidence, it's just a vibe. Um, When I sat down with them, I threw pretty much every hard question that I had that have been building up for the last year, and they answered all of them without hesitation, without like, 
oh, I don't know if we could talk about that, but he talked about it honestly. And yeah, he said things that were maybe embarrassing for him or something like that, you mm. know, like, mm. and, but there was never any, I didn't feel like they were like trying to cover up for anything. Like I'm skeptical because you're, we're relying on your recollection yeah. of this event. Yeah. And your memory isn't 100%. I was just there <laughs> fucking, I was just there. Yeah. So you, your vibe out of that is they couldn't have been capable of the stories spread about them. Yeah. You didn't ask me the question, which was the, what was the one question I'd regret asking. Not asking. Can you remember? Yeah. What was it? I regret, and this is going to sound ridiculous, the, cr- the crowd's going to go um, cringe when I hear this. Because you've got to admit, I asked every other tough question from the story. Like, what was the relationship between you and your neighbor? What was um, the allegations against you guys? Can you see why people would accuse you? All those things. Mm. You know, do you hate cats? Do you have any animosity towards cats? I never asked directly. I asked kind of around about it, but I never asked directly, have you ever killed a cat? And I wish I'd asked that because they could have been like, yes, like my dad's killed a cat. Like, you know, I remember we're in a car driving home from um, basketball one day mm. and we just, a cat ran on the road and we killed it. I'm like, there's a dead cat. You take it home, put it in the bin kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard, eh? Because when you're in the house of the Zodiac Killer, you don't want to be his next victim. <laughs> You know, this was not the house of a Zodiac killer. This was like a a, a beautiful raglan, kiwi kind of like mm. batch style house. It, nothing about it felt uncomfortable, or they definitely weren't. Even if you do enjoy storing cats, you're not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, nah, it's just it's just it just seemed far fetched. And the vibe I've got from the story so far is that everyone's a bit raglan. Everyone's a little bit unreliable. There is definitely a grey area there. There's definitely a falling out between friends. All the people I spoke to so far for the story, you can see why they were friends. You can see why they lived in Raglan. Like you can, see, they were yeah. all kind of cut from the same cloth. A little bit eccentric, but nothing. None. No one I spoke to I would consider to be crazy, which is interesting because this is quite a crazy story. But definitely, like we all have personal grievances. We all have times where we say shit we regret, and we all have times where we think uncharitable thoughts about other people. And I, I, I still think this is a neighborly dispute that got a little out of hand. Mm. And when you don't see anyone, and just like the experience I had with the Raglan cat killers, I haven't met these people before, you kind of start painting them as this character you've seen yeah. from a movie. So what? So, case closed? Well, I'll say this. I'll say I don't think there's enough in this to make it a New Zealand Today story. I don't think there's enough, you know, me and you were talking like, is this a documentary? Mm. Is this a, yeah. so many people have covered this and yeah. I'm like, fuck, how's no one talked to everyone? And I feel like I've been as far as is worth going. The police have investigated it, mm. not found anything to charge on. The SPCA investigated, the police investigated. Yeah. These people have had their lives, like, I got to go, like, I, I'm harassing these people. Like, these people, they're accused of the cat killing. They've had their lives severely disrupted and changed by the story. Like It's yeah. a big storyline. Um, they've been harassed. They've had jeers. They've had graffiti. They've had defamation. They've had the police show up and, like, you know, come... They claim quite aggressively. These are all quite, like, traumatic things. Like, I do feel yeah. sympathy for the POFQs. Like, in New Zealand, you know, and in any, hopefully, um, democracy, you go, um, you know, innocent and too pr- proven guilty. And I do feel like... The people accusing here have come in hot, and I'm sorry I couldn't do more for them, but um, your case just, unfortunately, there's not enough there. So what do you think about the other people you interviewed? Because we're kind of at the same place as we were last season, where we did some investigating, and then we ended with Sven, and you're like, hey, he's all good. So you went out again. 
Yeah. And we, we've got new, I yeah. guess, perspectives. And there's, and there's still people out there who strongly believe that. Yeah. So how can you compare them and why do you side? I mean, I guess because you haven't seen any evidence. Just because I've spoken to them at, in length and they haven't given me enough evidence and I've been banging my head out against the yeah. wall. Like, we just need more. And if not, let's walk away. Because what evidence did they have as well? Like, it's a little bit circumstantial. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit like cats could be missing for other reasons. Yeah. Maybe there's another cat killer out there. But all I'm saying is cat killer stories, they're the most common story across the, across yeah. the desk at New Zealand today. They exist everywhere, and I think there's just other reasons why cats go missing in New Zealand. What's well, that think thing? Eh? It's um, there's no crime without a body. So this is it's almost like a cold case that in 50 years, when there's a new yeah. development in Raglan, yeah, and they unearth a massive cat <laughs> burial ground, yeah, we're back on the case. Yeah. So I'm sorry to the cat killers for um, harassing them and, and digging the story up again because it has been traumatic to them, and I'm sorry to. Um, the people who do think there was cat killers out there, whether it be the people they're accused or not, that I that I haven't come to the conclusion that they want either. I I've come to the conclusion that is satisfying to me, and the burden of proof is that that was quite impressive. I used the word burden of proof there. Eh? There's not strong enough. There's still not a strong enough case there. Yeah, even for even another New Zealand Today story for mm. season four coming soon. I, I think it's a feud that got out of control and I don't want to call anyone crazy or anything like that but um, there was one bit where I felt like his story was like coming unstuck. He said, do you know? Do you want to know who the real cat killer is? Nigel. And started pointing the finger uh. back at the guy who was pointing the finger at him. And I'm like, at this point, I was like, this is devolving into well, Yeah, that's a little bit of juicy little information, I think. Yeah, that because was the one time where it if came If Nigel around. is saying that he and the other man both committed cat crimes, right? Yeah. Together at some point. Yeah. And now that man is saying, hey, it was Nigel. I don't know. Is that kind of... It's just a little bit... It's left the door open a little bit for a third attempt at the story. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nigel... Um, uh, Nigel's admitted to being on a farm and killing wildcats. Yeah. Um, and I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure some people at some point in the story have killed some cats. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's out there uh, intentionally killing cats at a at a what like I I would I'd be surprised if it was any more than one person killing one or two cats that were, yeah they at least assume and strays. It's, it's one of those things where people inherently look for blame or reasons in their yeah. life. So let's say a cat was killed um, accidentally, and then the rumor was spread because there was a beef with the neighbors. Everyone in the community that has lost a cat or goes on to lose a cat needs answers and it's easy to just go oh someone killed it yeah because then it's not their fault you yeah. know they get to displace the blame onto yeah. someone else and it's in small communities like that it's so easy to build up these dark stories yeah. especially if you have like a slight grievance with someone yeah you know it's and especially in those communities so i can see how like i kind of want there to have been a cat killer yeah. just for pure narrative yeah but also I can see how it's just made up and nothing happened. I will say this, and maybe this sounds like, hey, look, I'm a guy who makes a TV show and a podcast, and I'm like, I have ulterior motives, which is like, I want to make this into a documentary yeah. or into a TV show. you want to break the story. Um, I will say this, but this, I, so maybe this is biased, but I do think a key part of the jet fuel in this fire is that um, the alleged cat killers went to ground and said nothing. And I think they did contact the police about harassment and stuff like that, yep. but turns out there's not much the police can do, and like obviously the laws around this maybe. Yeah. Are. If I start saying tomorrow, uh, Matt is a 
Matt hates Tortadas and is killing Tortadas, it's like, I've got a big platform. I can share on my social media. Mm. It's like, unless you have powerful legal powers yeah. behind you, there's fuck all you can do. And like the police might come around to my house and go, hey, guy, can you stop talking about Matt killing Tortadas? There's not actually a lot of respite there or anything for yeah. you. And how do you defend against that? Mm. I could either go, hey, I don't kill Tortadas. Mm. I could go, hey, guy's actually ki- killing Tortadas. <laughs> you know, like, what do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, which is kind of the cat killer's point. Oh, I mean, the answer is... I think, and this is, and again, this could be from me just wanting to make a TV show about it. They should have at least back 10 years ago, and maybe I'm wrong, and it's easy to say what it should have, could have. They should have front-footed it. They should have come out in the media. They should have even yeah. done an interview with whatever it would take them. But I'm sure the, this is a big enough story that I'm sure like a TV major news network would do it as like a little wacky yeah. story at the end and say, this is not us. This is ruining our lives. This is really causing us emotional distress. Please leave us alone. There's no credible evidence against yeah. us but because of their strategy of going to ground and even talking to them then I was like hey can you just come on the podcast and just say what you're saying because this is great stuff and then saying no I think that really creates a speculation and the, the yeah. perfect example of that and the other bit that like was kind of horrific in the story is um, the lady next door who we actually interviewed in our story the um, the French woman next Charlotte. door I've her name Charlotte I think Charlotte lovely woman but she had the distress of two cats yeah. passing and she accused the cat killers straight away as an over-direct neighbor. And she wrote like a passionate letter that she put online. And I think maybe threatened to hurt their horse. And at that point, <laughs> it had just completely, you know, but like, because there's so much secrecy and they weren't talking to each other and they weren't acknowledging yeah. each other. Yeah. It's kind of definitely a situation where you need that like restorative justice. Well, no, not restorative justice because nothing happened. To um, Like mediation. To, so yeah, you need to talk to the person. Yeah. And the longer time you spend apart, it's like if you have a relationship breakup. If you just go cold turkey and never communicate again, you start building the other person as being the devil. Which yeah. is the person you once were very close to. Yeah. And um, in this case, I think like the separation of them um, has made a fuck story worth. And look, look, here I am. I'm victim blaming now because I do see them potentially as a victim. I don't know. I've it is like were the, like my main question is. Were there more cats killed in Raglan than yeah. expected during so. that time period? I don't. I don't think so. Because the fact that you're saying there's not much data on this. That's the yeah. other thing. If Charlotte lost two cats, yeah, that seems crazy to me. Because I've had many cats, yeah, and none of them have died in yeah. suspicious ways. Yeah. Touchwood, yeah. So it's you know, but then again, it's it's what she said versus what other people said. Yeah, journalism's hard, man. Journalism is hard. I mean, it's something we learn in New Zealand today all the time. And there's real people involved. So I'll tell people right now, like, this story has been investigated many times. Many times. Let's look at it. Okay, so Waikato Times, um, uh, New Zealand Herald or NZME subsidiaries have done stuff as well for online. Mm -hmm. Um, Neighbours at War, um, an independent loading dock. Um, There was one other TV production. Renews. Oh, Renews. Yeah. New Zealand Today, um, the New Zealand Police, the SPCA, mm. those many people, that, that, that those many people, I'm falling apart here, so many people have investigated this and come up with nothing. And this is probably the, the best one, really, right? I like to think so. Thank you for saying that, Matt. To have gotten that far, I mean, and still come away with nothing and also not ask the main question to the suspected killers. <laughs> but otherwise... <laughs> Sorry to everyone involved. I feel like I've let you down, but I feel like I haven't let myself down uh, because <laughs> I have gotten to the end of my journey. Mm-hmm. Amen. I mean, I feel like we're back at 
the start. No. A little bit. I don't say that. But yeah, I don't know how much further you can take it because it is, there's no evidence and without evidence, there's no crime. Yeah. Is that what the saying is? Yeah. This story is over for me um, until someone sends me another text or email <laughs> and I'm like, I'm back in the case. But yeah. And hey, who knows? Maybe we'll go and um, do, it was it was the, literally the final word of the alleged cat girl. He said, you need to go to Piha and investigate the Piha cat killer. And oh, I was yeah. like, Fuck! Because he accused that of being the guy who's accusing him. Wait, um, is there a person in Pihar now that was in Raglan? Is it the same man? He, he said Nigel was the Pihar oh. cat killer. I fucking don't know. I'm over it. Because it's a sh- shame because they are good guys and they were one-time friends. So I hope these one-time friends can... Well, maybe that's the story. How do we reunite them? Reunite the friends. Because we love that on New Zealand today. Yeah. Getting the gang back together. That's my dream. Guy loves a hug. At the end of every um, New Zealand Today story, he requests a hug. <laughs> it's just nice. It's like a Disney film. It's nice when we all hug and we're all friends at the end. No matter what the, tri- the trials and tribulations we've been through, we're all friends at the end of the it day. It's like New Zealand Old Teotihuacan. It's a great about. way to tell the audience that the story's finished as well and yeah. succeeded. Yeah. Even if it hasn't. All right. Well, let's finish this story with a hug, eh? <laughs> Dionysus, Matt, thank you all for joining me on this wonderful journey. Yeah, it was great. And thanks to everyone who spoke to me as well. I'm sorry um, I couldn't um, get you more um, conclusive evidence one way or the other. I love you all. Thanks for listening. We're going to have a big hug. Kakita no. That brings to conclusion. Brings to conclusion. Brings an end. Brings an end to season two of the New Zealand Today podcast. Hopefully there'll be a season three. Who knows? One thing I do know is there will be a season four of New Zealand Today, the TV show, mm. which is so exciting. That's going to be out early 2024. So please watch and share that because that's the big daddy. We've, um, we're editing footage at the moment. Matt, how's the um, editing coming along? Very good. Very we're good. Al- we're almost there. We have eight episodes, and most of them are bloody good. <laughs> There's a few weak points in there? No, nah, they're all good. They're all funny. There's a bit of something for everything, everyone. Something for everything. There's, something ev- There's everything for everyone. It's everything for everyone. It's the perfect show. Do you think that, how do you think it stacks up to compared to um, previous seasons? Mm, we are better at our own jobs. Yeah. The editing's better. The, what do you do? Presenting. <laughs> <laughs> the hosting is better, which means... We can kind of excrete more of the story and the characters yeah. into the, into the uh, episodes. We've got um, some of the craziest footage that I've ever shot. A teaser. Two of my favorite stories are um, we talked to the guy from the succulent Chinese meal video. Mm. Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. He's being arrested. Gentlemen, this is democracy manifest. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Get your hands off my penis. <laughs> so to like to be able to meet that man in the flesh. Uh, yeah, true. We um, we went big. to Australia. We went to Australia. We did we, a couple of Australian stories. We also tracked down Jim from Jim's Mowing. That's crazy. <laughs> it's one of the craziest interviews I've ever done. When you say it like that, it doesn't sound crazy. But when we know what happens in the interview, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah what we strap in for that. We were there. We were at the coal front. Um, I'd like to give a special th- a thank out. Uh, thank out. But this has been the hardest. T- Anyway, it's hard, man. Thank you to Matt for um, uh, being my co-host on this wonderful journey of. I wouldn't say co-host. What'd you say? I would say um, unwilling first audience. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was well. Um, as an unwilling first audience, you've been superb. So thanks so much. Life raft. Yes. Zane, I'm coming to you, mate. <laughs> Trying to, so this is the first podcast where Zane has decided to chuck his little headphones <laughs> on. And I would like to do a huge thank you to the editor of New Zealand Today, the creative genius, the muse behind the project, Zane Carney. Zane, thank you so much. Round of applause. Oh, thanks, Guy. It's been amazing to be here. Matt's thank you so much. not clapping for you at all. He didn't clap for me. <laughs> <laughs> strong, strong point. Um, Zane, you've done a great job. Is this your first time editing a podcast? A second time editing a podcast. Now this is, oh, always, here we go. I always enjoy asking you questions. So I was like, what was your first thing? And I know it's going to be like, I was exploring um, the sexual practices of ancient Incan tribes in the Andes or something. What was your first podcast you recorded? It's a lot more boring than that. It was a, a web series that I do with some friends. We were doing a podcast episode of that web series. Mm. Yeah. What do you mean? Like like on the website series, the, the characters recorded a podcast? No, we were doing like a let's talk for an hour and talk about like behind the scenes and like oh, wow. stories we haven't told before and stuff that never made it into like the show. Basically and... exactly the same as the New Zealand podcast. A bit like that, yeah. What was the web series called? Uh, Two Manly Men. Wow. Two what? Two Manly Men. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. want to plug that? Do we, do we do some plugs now? We can do some plugs, Season yeah. Season four of New Zealand Today coming out. I'm doing a tour of uh, Auckland, Wellington, and uh, a lot of places in Australia. GuyWilliams.co.nz for details. Yeah. Um, Matthew, you got anything to plug? Nope. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this is all I do. <laughs> yeah. um, maybe some future projects. I did watch some of the 48-hour film fest entries that you did oh, yep. over the years the other week. They were pretty yeah. good. They are pretty good. Watch Matt's 48-hour film festival what they, entries. What was the production team called again? The team name is called Apple Fork. Apple Fork. Yeah. yeah. Which is a very cool game to play. How do everyone, you play? everyone stands in a circle yeah. with forks in their hands. Okay. And then someone launches an apple into the ring and everyone has to catch it onto their fork. Wow. And you chant, apple fork, apple fork. <laughs> it's very cool. Is it easy to do? There's a trick to it, which makes it fun, makes it appealing. Yeah. It's fun, cool. Well, I'm, look, I'm look forward to seeing Matt playing some a- apple fork in the new year. Zane, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure, um, I make a bunch of YouTube videos with friends uh, on my YouTube I've channel. I've never even seen these. You were in one of them. <laughs> what, what, oh, back when you were 14. Back when I was 14. Yeah. I've been doing this guy was then. grooming Zach. No, <laughs> can we not use that for, it makes me very uncomfortable, yeah? Yeah, uh, it's called Dionysus Carney Productions, and we've got some... Is it actually called Dionysus Carney? Yeah. See, I thought I named you Dionysus, but your parents did. Yes, yeah. yeah and you just used that name, you leaned into it. Yeah, I think it's, it's a his middle name. enough name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, but for people listening, it should be Dionysus. That's what I've been told. But I, I say Dionysus because I bastardize it when I talk yeah, about it. Yeah, that's what the bloody the PC police say. But I know the real name is Dionysus. Yeah. So Dionysus Carney Productions. Mm. That's incredibly hard to spell. We're thinking about changing it to something else. We just don't have a better idea yet. Okay. Well, good luck on changing the name of your podcast or YouTube series, whatever the fuck that is. Thanks, man. Thank you both for your wonderful work. And thank you, the listener, for their fantastic listening. We couldn't do this without you. Are they we listening? Could. Yeah, some people are. Oh, yeah. We could do this without you, the listener. Why are you pointing at me? Oh, I was just going to... Je- je- Please, <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> if I knew this whole time, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> thank you to the listeners. Um, you're what makes this tick. If you've got a friend who might enjoy the podcast... Please recommend it to them. If they've got a story, oh, send it through, man. Yeah, but you say this, you fucking lost the log into the New Zealand Today Instagram. I'll find it. If there's stories, I'll find them. We've got the email nztodaylive at gmail.com. Who owns that? Me. Do I you occasionally know th- check that. Yeah, okay. 
for season four, we definitely got some recommendations yeah, from yeah. there. And that's where people sent you the cat killer stuff as well, right? For the cat killer stuff, NZ to. Today Live. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. Instagram? Instagram is New Zealand yeah. Today, whatever yeah, it is. You can also DM me. It's just my <coughs> checking is inconsistent. Yeah. Um, um, don't DM me, please. Well, on NZ Today Live or your personal Instagram? Oh, no, on the New Zealand Today, but not on my own Do you own have personal. the login to the New Zealand Today Instagram? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I promise. Right <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you to Matt. Thanks. Thank you to Zane. Thanks, guy. And uh, kia ora and enjoy the wonderful country that is Aotearoa, New Zealand. Cheers. Cheers for tuning in. If you enjoyed this production, please tell your mates and spread the good word. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the New Zealand Today podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all at the same time, really get our numbers up. The New Zealand Today podcast is a production of Freddy Boy Podcasts. That's a podcast brand we made up for season one, and now we're on season two, and it's still literally the only podcast on the label. It was edited by Zane Dionysus Carney. That's such a good name. It features Matt the Cookie Man Cook, and it was made with the help of the icons at New Zealand On Air. It's like an episode of Jono and Ben, except instead of Jono and Ben, it's just Guy, and I'm in charge of the show now, and I can do whatever I want, and no one can tell me what to do. That's not true. There's actually a lot of people who can tell me what to do. And if those people are listening, thank you so much for your support as well.